What's up, Redhead Racing Radio? Jason Schultz here with Andrew Curland, who didn't even bother to shower before he joined the podcast. What a loser. It's been um, it's been a all-over-the-place kind of day. But yeah, I, I came here straight from the workout, Jason. We had like three business calls today, so that's a lot. And yeah, I know. FaceTime yeah. And Dilner and keeping you busy. Yeah, Dilner, I, I like the Dilner FaceTimes. He yells at me now. Because I only show like my face and he wants to see more of like, so it's like only like this, like you can only see from like my chin up. He's like, you millennial, show me your whole freaking face. You're like 80 years old or yeah. something like that. Are you afraid to show him your face? Yeah, I am. Wow. I'm afraid to show my face around there. Are you yeah. afraid to show your face at Road America over the weekend? Yeah, that too. Man, Road America was awesome. Take like, us through your weekend. So this was our first weekend kind of back to the driver content, driver interviews, and at-track stuff, but we took it to the next level for sure. So uh, Friday, we were playing cornhole with AJ Almendinger, Justin Allgaier, did a little walk and talk with Austin Sendrick, which was pretty whoa, fun. Whoa. How can you walk and talk with him? He's like 10 feet taller than you. I know. I actually, it was better doing it that way than just an interview standing next to him looking up the whole time it was actually better to walk and do it because i could look forward instead of at him the whole time it actually was easier you and daddy long legs <laughs> yeah so but um that was fun and and then uh we went to a local wisconsin brewery cheese place oh, close yeah close enough right um, and we went on Friday and scouted out a bunch of different cheese flavors to try with Ross Chastain. So um, Didn't know we went to a place. Flavors. It was Cedar Cedar Valley Cheese Store in Random Lake, Wisconsin, go which I think out. is an awesome town name. Yes, go check them out. And we got chicken noodle soup. That doesn't cheese. sound like cheese. It, and it was a crate. Like, it tasted like chicken noodle soup. We got maple syrup cheese we got cranberry cheese cheese curds like it was a whole we had a whole spread and it was uh, a lot of fun that video is actually up on youtube right now so you can go check that out that was one of the more fun videos i've done and and uh how did ross like it he he liked it he um he, did he, he know would not beforehand? well yes so this did was kind of funny him if he wanted to do that beforehand yeah so i emailed his pr guy davis and um, he's like, let me check, let me get back to Ross, see if he has any, you know, weird afflictions to cheese or whatever. Maybe an allergy and, or um, something. Lactose huh? intolerant. Maybe he's lactose intolerant and you're going to make him eat yeah. cheese. Yeah. And so I get an email back and all it is is all good to eat some cheese. So he knew about it, which was pretty fun. And uh, the probably the funniest part was afterwards, we had this whole plate still. So it was me, Ross, my dad. Davis Schaefer and then another Ganassi PR rep, we were all eating the cheese in the hauler. And whenever a new crew member would come in, Ross would stand right by the plate and he would just like discreetly go like, hey man, you want some cheese? (laughs) (laughs) Which was, uh, it was pretty good. Was that your gift to Ganassi after hearing the news last week? Yeah, I know. Here's some cheese. I'm so sorry. You lost your team's being sold. Here's some cheese. That was pretty nuts. Nice offering of you. Yeah, I did not expect that for sure. But you didn't plan that before the cheese. No, no. But uh, then we have some other stuff too. That wasn't even the entirety of All the right. content. So keep going. Tell yeah. us more. You want you want to hear more? Well, we could talk about nothing that happened in the race versus talk about things you did. So go ahead. 
So, uh, all right, I had another walk and talk, this time with a driver that was more similar my size, Tyler Reddick. That was actually nice. We could. Oh, you should have, I had a question you could have asked him. What? He looks like he's lost a crazy amount of weight in the last few years. Like, he looks super fit now compared to what he used to look like. I'm very curious what, like, what happened. Hmm. Have you noticed that? I know he's been he's been posting about fitness. Yeah, bike definitely does a lot of as biking. As of late. But you can definitely tell by the way in his interviews he looks like a totally different person. Yeah. Next time you yeah, talk uh, to him you have to ask him that. Yeah, I will. I will. No, he was actually he was awesome. And we kind of had this cool moment uh, in the middle of the interview where I was asking him like, "Hey, the last time we talked was Las Vegas of 2020. Like so much has changed from then until now. And it was almost like, so what you been up to kind of question. And it was kind of crazy because he's like, hey, well, aren't you in college? I'm like, yeah. And I came in as a freshman and I'm coming back as a junior. And it was kind of the same deal with Tyler Reddick. Like he went into this deal as a rookie and now he's halfway through his sophomore season kind of in NASCAR. And that was kind of a cool moment where we're like, hey, we kind of have similar kind of, you know, with COVID kind of getting right in the middle of things. So I thought that was kind of a cool connection that we had between the two of us. But Tyler was awesome. He was actually, he was a, he was a great guy to talk to. It should be a, a pretty fun segment. So you've to been to Road America before. This is not your first time there, but first time Cup Series was there. Yeah. Um, what's, like Road America, it's a totally different Cup track. They haven't been there since 56. What's going there for a Cup race weekend like? And what's kind of, what's different about attending a race at Road America? I thought Road America after this weekend it should be on every NASCAR fan's bucket list to attend. Why? It is a destination racetrack. Tell just us because why. of how absolutely unique it is. I mean, Details. you are immersed in like the forest and like the wilderness, and there's just like a racetrack kind of woven in between there. And um, we, we did this really cool video that you might see later this week kind of exploring a trail. There was literally a trail right by turn five, and I saw a bunch of people walking through it. I'm like, where, where is this leading? Because it literally led straight into like a forest area, but we're still in the infield. And so my dad and I pull our camera and microphone out, and we just start walking through it. And you go so deep into this forest area that the PA announcer kind of volume started fading away and you kind of heard it in the distance and then the race cars started fading away and you heard it in the distance and you get so deep into the middle of this forest you actually only hear the wind blowing against the leaves and you completely would not have no idea you're at a racetrack in the middle of a freaking ginormous racetrack it was one of the coolest things and that is what is all of road america that was literally just one part of it but all of Road America is like that, and it is it is a fantastic place to explore, watch the race from. You're you're really close to the cars. Like I would say, only place you're closer to the actual race cars would be the Roval, um, and I would put Road America right up there as as being really really close to the action, which is always super cool. But um, we went around the campgrounds and and got to check all that out, and that makes me want to go what camping was that, there. What was that like? Describe. Yeah, it. I mean it. it Road America, and also Dale Jr. said this on the Dale Jr. download. I completely agree with this. I haven't listened to it yet. Don't spoil it. Okay, well, he said that he was upset about Daytona leaving and, and, and we're no longer going there for Fourth of July weekend. But I will say this. Road America is a 
damn good substitute because it felt like its own little small 4th of July town on Sunday. And it was, it was so cool. It was like a little village. It really was of, of, of people and campers. And, um, I really did get the sense of like community. And what was so cool is now having gone to back-to-back races, two different unique tracks from Pocono to Road America, we talked to a bunch of people in the campgrounds and the stories were still the same. There were groups of people who did not know each other before they went camping at Road America and now they camp together every year. They're inviting each other to graduations and family events as if they're family and it's because they camp next to each other at the racetrack, which I thought was really, really neat. And I, I heard that story twice in two different weekends from two different groups, which I thought was really cool. It's funny, like that, like I grew up going camping at the track and stuff like that. Like I've like, that's such a common thing, but it's funny hearing you discover it now. It's like, oh my God, they do this. Like, yeah. I've never been camping. It is, it is absolutely Uncultured. a bucket list thing for me. And yeah, it's a culture, exactly that. But when you do camping, you have to do it right. Like you gotta be with a bunch of friends and marshmallows s'mores beverages grilling so we gotta do it we gotta do it right which track if we were gonna honestly road america is freaking awesome like road america would be a place i would totally want to go camping for a weekend if we can logistically if we had to pick one right now are we tent camping are we rv camping yeah i don't know see i would like to go rv camping i would like to be a little bit you gonna pay for that but but I can muscle it if I need to and, and get a tent. Or there were even like hammocking spots if you really needed to. Like you could go hammocking at Road America. You just don't want it to rain. God, I would love to go camping with you at Watkins Glen. It's like the best place. Oh, yeah. Okay. The Glen. See, I've never been to the Glen. That's where I That's camp. a good point. It's great. We should totally. I wish it's like a month away. Could we plan a trip to go there camping like in a month? I don't know. If you want to go to the Glen, I might be going to the Glen. If you're already By going. myself too. My dad won't be going. I'll take a look into it. But if not, I think 2022, we should plan a Watkins Glen race weekend camping trip. Yeah, look into it for this year because I, think I actually would fun. already have like a yeah. room and everything set up. If a, room? a room? A yeah. room? We're camping. We're not going in a room. Oh, we're camping? Oh, yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Too high class for Andrew. All right. Road America. Can I talk about Road America now? Yeah. It has always been like the Xfinity Series race for, a, I can't believe they've been going there for like a decade. I was like, like they've probably been racing since like 2014 and it's like been 2010. I'm like, whoa, crazy. But it's always been a really exciting race. The Xfinity Series puts on a show and I think the common denominator is the Xfinity Series always just puts on good races. So wherever they go, it's going to, it's going to be fine. But it was like, it was fine this weekend. It's just like, I think I need to go there to experience what you're talking about. Cause it does not feel that way on TV. Like it looks fine. It looks cool, but it just doesn't feel super special. And I guess that's the at track thing, but then NASCAR in 2021 is driven by what TV wants. And it's cool that there's a hundred thousand people there and it's a big event there, but on TV it just is like, eh, it's nothing crazy special unless there's a really exciting race, which there was moments, but there wasn't really overall much happening. Chase Elliott wins another road course. Did you see that one coming? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't, I see it was kind of hard to follow the race. We were also going and working and filming stuff during the race, but Matt Benedetto was out there too, wasn't he? Well, yeah, that was just because he was a short run car. Oh, okay. But see, like it's, I don't know, as a race standpoint, it's fine. Nothing special, nothing really memorable, but it's produced really good moments in Xfinity Series before. So I'm hopeful that if it comes back to the cup schedule, that it would produce more moments like that and it can be a little bit bigger and better. Um, 
we talked about this right after the race, how Chase Elliott bypassed where NBC wanted him to go out and get on the car in front of a oh. camera and interview. Instead, he did his own front stretch celebration like it should be. In front of, like, there wasn't many fans on the front stretch uh, there, but, like, yeah. doing his own burnout, clear images of him celebrating, no freaking TV camera or microphone in his face, and then he should just go there to victory lane. Like, make it a moment again. I'm pissed about it. And... That. Here's all right. This is even you're gonna get even less of the moment of what could have been. At, at that point where he did the front stretch thing and he had to go all the way back around to turn five and then do a whole nother lap, I'm like NBC, bring Marty back to Victory Lane, yeah, and do the interview there because I will tell you this: I have not. It's it's gonna. I can't remember the last time there have been that loud of fans in victory lane i mean like the victory lane energy and atmosphere was insane because like literally it was the bleachers the victory lane area where you the backdrop where you take the photos and then surrounding the whole thing i don't know if nbc showed it were fans like literally it was packed full of fans and when chase elliott rolled in the place absolutely erupted it would have been really freaking cool if they did that there because it would have been a moment there yeah it was it was really i don't get why they pick the interview away from the track in front of the fans kind of at certain tracks it at certain tracks i could see it it makes sense but a place like road america where okay yeah turn five there's a fair amount of fans we're not really close to them Victory Lane is the place yeah. to do it because there were tons of fans in that yeah. area. It, Road America, the infield is unique and different compared to other tracks. I believe it was if you had a ticket, it was GA. You could go anywhere in the infield, as it should be. It's so enormous. Mm-hmm. Um, so any race fan can go up to the Victory Lane area too, which was a unique thing Victory about Lane is tradition. It's always been tradition. NASCAR doesn't seem to have many major traditions but victory lane has always been there it's always been a thing like indycar like the indy 500 like the milk the bricks like the pageantry it's got so much deep tradition that it's like every year like this happens every year and other sport events like kentucky derby super bowl they all have that nascar seems to lack moments like that that are just these traditional moments that are just a big deal big scene really cool and memorable and victory lane is that and i feel like nascar like the tv networks are deciding to get rid of that and I don't think NASCAR should sit by and let that happen. I think you need to make Victory Lane special again. Yeah. Put it on TV. I agree. All right. Yeah, Good. no. And, and, and yeah, this was the place you do it because the and, – and what was cool is the fans – like it was a solid 20 minutes at least – from the checkered flag to when Chase actually rolled into victory lane. And the energy was still there when Chase rolled into victory lane. And fans were asking for hats. And, um, uh, you know, the crew crew members, after every picture in the hat dance, would throw them out to fans and, and give them to kids. And it was, it was a really unique, cool atmosphere that I can't remember the last time a victory lane's been quite like that, where the fans have been that close, that involved mm-hmm. in all of that, which was pretty neat. Bring victory lane back. That should be the title of the podcast. Hint, hint, but yep. okay. Uh, one thing I wanted to say that all right, road America is like the finale of new tracks on the schedule for 2021. Um, Coda, Nashville, road America all had this new Bristol dirt. Yeah. Well, I'm saying new tracks as a net cup series. Hasn't gone through before. Okay. And so 
it, every single one of them had this energy, had this excitement, had the hype of going somewhere new, it being different and just like more fun. Like versus going to the same tracks every year, going to Michigan. And like, what's exciting about going to Michigan for the second time when you can go to a brand new facility? So I think yeah. the idea of going to new tracks, it was awesome. Like Nashville had a huge crowd. It was great. Coda, I think, was probably, if it was later in the season, would have had a bigger crowd and would have been just a big event. And Road America, as you're saying, was a huge event. Like making these events, again, huge deal. Mm-hmm. So next year, if we were going to go to three more new tracks or just, let's just throw a couple out there. I've got a couple oh. of mine, but like where, like let's keep the momentum up of going to new tracks. Like where else? Want me to give me, want me to give me one first before you think of some. Okay. I, you might take mine, but yeah. Well, gateway is okay. The track that has been hosting, you know, truck and I don't think it's just truck races for a while. It, I don't know who promotes the races there, but they always have these huge ass crowds. Like it's for a truck race or for an Indy car race. And it's a shorter track produces action. Like that would be the perfect mark. It's a new market, St. Louis for NASCAR. I think it'd be a great place to go. And I think you would get a huge crowd similar to what we've been seeing at the uh, Nashville and road America. What do you got? Yeah. Uh, I was going to say <laughs> the obvious one, the, the fairgrounds, Oh, national yeah. fairgrounds. I think that's in pro- that's a work in progress. Did you see who's racing the national fairgrounds in the SRX, SRX race for their <laughs> Chase Elliott, Chase versus Bill? That's awesome. How do you think NASCAR feels about Chase Elliott going to do that? I don't know. I don't think they're going to tell mean, us, but yeah. But it's freaking yeah. awesome that Chase is like I like grassroots level racing, and um, just about having fun and going to race and just being cool about it nascar is like srx is kind of like we don't like srx they're just kind of you know our competitor but chase is like who cares it's like connect the racing make people happy get people to care more like if there's some grassroots fans at nashville that don't watch nascar where they see chase come and they're excited about chase and they become chase fans like that's great for nascar so the connection there i think is really awesome so yeah fairgrounds would be a good track um i'm trying to think of if there's any others we should they're probably like any like little short track out there. Like there's got to be, I don't know. They're all tough to go to because a lot of the short tracks don't have infrastructure. But like, God, I think Bowman it, Gray. Yeah, that would be epic. <laughs> like Eldora could probably do it, but NASCAR decided they need a Bristol as a dirt at making Bristol a dirt track instead. So, um, yeah. If you were to rank, let's rank the new tracks that have happened so far this year: Bristol Dirt, Nashville, Coda, Road America, in order of your, you know favorites of on the schedule where would you rank them uh see road america is hard because i experienced something probably pretty pretty different than the actual race itself i liked nashville a lot nashville was entertaining to me so i'll put nashville at the top i agree um you probably gotta go bristol dirt second road america third coda last wow we have the exact same four so Okay, yeah, yeah. I, in terms of destinations, Nashville, Road America are the top. Yeah. Like, I was, I was, like, blown away by, like, I experienced Road America back in 2000, mm. and I think it was 18 with the Xfinity Series, but that was nothing compared to what this last weekend was like. It was such a cool experience to be a part of. I like it. So, in terms of destinations, NASCAR nailed it. Here's the thing. The racing might not have been there, but the destination, they nailed it with Road America. 
Nashville, we got to get a little bit closer to the city, but I like that we're at least going there. We're, we're calling it Nashville. You know, we're getting the country music world involved. I think Coda was a, a good place to try. We were talking about it a lot, but hopefully we learn from it and we we find somewhere else. Coda was a good one and done, but it's an F1 track only. Bristol Dirt, I mean, I don't, I don't remember what we thought about it, but... I, I don't hate the idea. Yeah. Keep the night race the and we can do Bristol Dirt cool. every year. Yeah, the event of it was cool. Yeah. All right. I need to have, go on a rant. I might make this a weekly thing. I'm going to pick one subject that I need to rant about and talk about it. I'll do it quick. And here we go. So last week, NASCAR man on Twitter tweeted a quote that Dale Earnhardt said, um, in defense of speed at Daytona Talladega, I think they were questioning if the cars were going too fast or whatever. Uh, Dale Sr. said, get out of the race car if you got a... F- Get out of the race car if you've got feathers on your legs or butt. Put a kerosene rag around your ankles so the ants won't climb up there and eat that candy ass, which is a legendary <laughs> Dale Earnhardt quote. And so my thing is drivers need to not be afraid to speak their minds and say what's on their minds. Like, say what you're thinking. Denny Hamlin, great about that these days. Noah yeah. Gregson, great about that these days. Uh, Jeff Gluck wrote an article this week, and he mentioned that Kyle Busch, is one of the few relevant NASCAR drivers with a big personality in these days of media training and corporate sponsorship influence. Like all this influence over drivers is really taking away from the uh, potential for drivers to have say memorable quotes like Dale Sr. did and just say things that make headlines and create stories. And that's what NASCAR lacks so much these days. And if we just let drivers speak their mind more, not be afraid to say things that may be slightly controversial or slightly not perfect and Maybe you're, you're going to have to tell your sponsor something they said. Like, just let the personality show and let people yeah. say what they're thinking. And, of course, there's some things they can't say, but, like, that creates a controversy that the sport desperately needs. So let's hear drivers' real opinions, honest, raw honest raw thoughts after anything that happens. Like, let's just be real. Man, I agree. Couldn't agree more, man. Good. Uh, I think that's a good place to stop. I got a, I got another freaking thing to go to, man. It's been like back and forth. You're calling the Olympics, right? Huh? You're calling the Olympics next? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, uh, we're gonna figure out what exactly we're gonna be doing with the Olympics. That's another. Like, I have no idea. How am I? I've been so busy with all this NASCAR stuff. I'm like, how am I gonna fit? covering the olympics and all this so maybe prioritize the stuff you get paid for over the stuff you don't get paid for (laughs) yeah so we're gonna i'm gonna be curious to see how that goes that's why i want to attend this meeting and see what it's like but (laughs) i'll let you go all right good stuff jason you can follow me if you don't already i don't know if you follow me or not i kind of blocked you so you might have to re-follow me again um at andrew curlin tv hey jason schultz where can we follow you i'll have to check the uh reddit nascar driver twitter followers account to see who (laughs) if we follow each other but if not you follow me at hey jason schultz i'll tweet you some stuff good stuff good deal all right everybody thanks for listening we'll be back for another time of redhead racing radio peace